Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success crowd. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're with, with Mr. Robert Wells. He is from Leicester in the uh, Midlands and now is in Fleet, New Hampshire, in England. He. Uh, That's right, sunny England. Sunny England. He's involved Going in. Going to you from across the pond. <laughs> across. Loving our American pond. friends. <laughs> uh, so thankful that he's taking time to interview with the Success Chronicles. He's involved in lots in the crane industry, uh, runs a company now uh, at We Are Life Ready. Life Ready. That's right. Uh, Life Ready at We Are Life Ready, yeah. Interview people and, and does motivational speaking. And so uh, very good guy, uh, involved in lots, a lot, a lot of positive things, and I'm all about that. And so so thankful that he's taking the time to interview to come to us. From across well, the pond with the success. I am, I am absolutely made up that you've invited me to speak and uh, incredibly flattered. Thank you, Chip. All righty. So talk to us about your life story. You know, how was it for you growing up and kind of track your story up until now? Wow. Uh, I, I've watched most of your videos. They're, they're what, 20 minutes, 40, 40 minutes at the most. I think that would take us about three weeks to talk about that. <laughs> oh. I, my, <laughs> I'll try and give you a, a very brief rundown. Okay. I've had, I've, I, I can't sit here and say that I've had a bad upbringing. I had a fantastic upbringing. I was one mm -hmm. of five children, two brothers, two sisters. Um, my parents worked incredibly hard. Uh, never wanted for anything. So, uh, you know, I can't say that I grew up in the hood or, or any, of that, yeah. Yeah. any of that. So, uh, you know, I, I had a great upbringing, went to a great school. Um, but I left... I think really things started for me when I joined the army at 18. You know, at the age of 18, you don't even know who you are yourself. So it's a, it's a difficult and, and can be a complicated time for, for teenagers. And to throw yourself into the mix of joining the army, which I've kind of uh, compared to, to legalized bullying on, a, on an extreme scale, really. <laughs> and I think it has to be, you know, to, uh, Unfortunately, we see all the negativity around us about what's going on in the world. So it, it's a tough thing to do. But, um, yeah, I think that that really stood me in good stead for, for everything I've done uh, after that. I spent 13 years in the Army. I was a military police officer. Uh, spent most of that in the mounted branch, so mm. on horses. We still have those over here. We're a bit behind you guys. <laughs> so... Uh, the Mountain Branch was disbanded in uh, 1995. I did another year in the Army before leaving. 
And really since then, I've, I've done a number of businesses. Uh, I've always had the entrepreneurial uh, thirst, if you want to call it that. I've uh, had the U United Kingdom's first legal all-night alcohol delivery company. Mm. And just recently sold uh, an event bar business. So we were doing large bars for weddings and corporate events. Mm -hmm. uh, it's given me a really broad range of skills. One of the main reasons for doing it, as well as um, being fed up of, of seeing people getting a, a bad deal at events, was that I'm a people person and I like to be around people and meeting new people. Right. So that was one of the driving factors for me. And I loved, uh, I wasn't sat at home. I liked being behind the bar, talking to people and just getting to meet new characters like we're doing today, which is That's awesome. It. I'm loving it. So... As I mentioned to you before we went live, uh, it's been a difficult year, a really difficult year. Uh, exactly a year ago this week, I separated from my wife, moved out of the marital home, and I was effectively, uh, I had to sell the business, uh, and I had to sell it quickly at a knockdown price. So effectively, I was homeless, I was jobless, um, I had very little money on me, and uh, things were looking pretty bleak, to be honest with you. Now, here we are exactly 12 months later. Wow. I'm moving out. Uh, I've completely retrained in a, in a new job, working with, with a crane company, which, as I've, I've said before, is giving me the finances to be able to concentrate on, on life ready and the speaking. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and today, I'm in the middle of moving in with my, my new partner, an amazing lady who just fills my life with joy. Uh, I'm financially secure again moving into a lovely home and it, and it couldn't be any better and I think it's it's a perfect example of how quickly your life can turn around in just 12 months yes. people think 12 months is a long time but it, it's not it's the blink of an eye 12 months ago I had nothing today I've got everything I could want and I, I, I can honestly say I've never been happier you know it's um it reminds me of you know you just have to just you know we talked off air about you know just positivity and being around positive, you know, and, and when you go through those rough times, you know, like you said, things look bleak, but if you just find one positive to hold on to, it can, it'll help you to keep taking steps forward to get to where you're trying to get. Absolutely. And, and it does sound a bit cliched, you know, those of us that spend a lot of time in, in the positivity arena, if you want to call it that, looking at um, people giving their talks you, you do tend to hear the same things repeated, but I think they need to be repeated because people, people in general just don't get it. They don't, right. I don't think they really truly believe it. They, I mean, I, I for one have a, I, I have a small exercise that I do and I found it worked really well for me. I still use it now and it's all, and it is all about training your brain, training your mind. And all of the posts I put on social media, they're, they're hashtag mindset matters because for me, that's where it all starts. Everything starts at your mindset. Mm. So whenever I get any kind of negative thought creep into my mind, it sounds ridiculous, but uh, it works for me and it may work for other people and you may want to find your own technique. But you know the old rubber stamps that you used to get? I imagine a rubber stamp with uh, the words either no or stop. I see that negative image in my mind. And I see that massive rubber stamp coming in with either the word no or stop on it and just stamping that negative thought out. And then 
immediately replacing it with a positive thought. And I found that since I started doing that a couple of years ago, that the negative thoughts become less and less and that my brain has rewired itself to think in a more positive way. And over the last 12 months, had I experienced these 12 months five years ago, it would have been a completely different story. But the fact now that I've trained myself to be positive and think uh, with a positive mindset, it's absolutely helped me over the last 12 months and um, it's been crucial. And I can honestly say there have been moments, of course there have, but you don't dwell there. They come and go very quickly. And, uh, and that is all through just, just using that one simple little tool. I like it. Training your mindset. Uh, and I, I, you truly, I truly believe in that too, you know? And, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, you, go Chip, ahead, I'm Chip, sorry. if you don't mind me asking, Chip, how old are you? I'm uh, 43. 43? I'm mm -hmm. 51 this year, mm -hmm. you know, and um, me and you, we've grown up, uh, all started back in the 80s, as so far as I can remember, you know, with the, the ladies in the leotards on breakfast TV, getting us all to do our exercises in the morning, you know, and, and over the years, we've been bombarded, <laughs> healthy diets and and getting out there and training, and they're all great. But the one thing that's been neglected, and it is becoming, it is becoming more popular now, which is great, is training the mind. Yes. And people just, you can have the fittest body, you can eat the, the best food, but if you're not fit mentally, if you're not controlling your thoughts, the rest is irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. You know, it, it all starts in here. You know, the motivation, uh, the self-discipline, everything comes from in here. And if you haven't got control in here, life's going to be very difficult for you. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? I'd say, first and foremost, it has to be joining the Army because it's, it, it is, as I've already said, such an extreme thing. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's probably a different talk, but although I view view being in the army slightly differently now because I don't, I don't want to get political uh, on, a, on a positivity um, a chat but when you look at the things that are going on in the world you know young men join the services uh, and they do an amazing job absolutely amazing and absolute respect to everybody who's out there serving at the moment um, but I just feel I, 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 sometimes, I sometimes think that you know we're, we're we're pawns, we're, we're pawns in that, in that system. Mm. But I don't regret joining the army for one second. Um, it has set me up for the rest of my life. It taught me respect, self-discipline, how to tackle difficult situations head on. Uh, and most importantly, taking responsibility. Because we live in a victim, a victim, I think, and it is only my humble opinion, but we live in a victim mentality state now where people right. are always looking to blame other people and they don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. And as soon as you take that responsibility, you know, no matter how bad your situation is, you made the decisions that brought you to that, to that point. You made those decisions. Yeah. Nobody else. That's people it. might try to influence you along the way, but you made, ultimately made the decision that meant you've ended up where you are. Now, the great thing about that is once you take responsibility of that, then you can say, well, I got myself here. I can get myself out of here. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that until you take responsibility. If you're, if you're spending your time 
blaming the banks, blaming your parents, blaming whoever it might be, you're wasting time focusing in the wrong direction. You need to refocus, look at yourself, take responsibility, and start to create a plan of how you are going to get out of that situation. Mm. No, so I'd say, so I've gone off on a bit of a tangent there. So certainly joining the army was the first thing. Um, and this is obviously, I'm a father of two beautiful daughters. So leaving that aside, because they are without a doubt the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, right. um, my teaching career, most of that was done in the services. And I'm not just taught other soldiers, but I, I was lucky enough to be in a position to teach wives of soldiers, children of soldiers. And when you get into the teaching arena and you can watch somebody develop from the very basics all the way through, you watch them grow mentally, physically, and you, you watch them grow in their courage. So I used to teach, uh, I used to teach horse riding uh, in the services. And you watch them grow and come on. It's, it's an incredible feeling. And it, I don't think it's something that can be replicated in, in many other things. And thirdly, is just becoming the person I am today. Because I, I've got to be honest with you, Chip. I don't know when you've got one of these little bleepy buttons. But, um, you know, I was an asshole <laughs> for a long time. Uh, am I allowed to say that on here? Are we guys should go out like you're going to edit this, right? Oh, no, you, you're good. You're all right. <laughs> I won't bleep it out. I mean, it, it gives it it gives it gives uh, authenticity <laughs> to the story. But, but this is the thing. It, it, there's a bit of a contradiction, really, because when I joined the Army, it taught me respect and self-discipline and taking responsibility. Right. But but also the Army, the, so I'm talking about the British Army, um, there's a drinking culture, mm. and they're trying to get rid of that. And there is a drinking culture, and, and I, I joined a very small group there was only 25 of us in this particular um, section, the mounted section. Uh, we were very tight, like a small family, but it was mainly men of young age, and we would go out drinking and chasing the girls. And, and to be honest with you, I was an asshole. And it's taken a lot of experiences over the years to turn me into the person I am now, particularly over the last 10 years. You know, one of the things I'm passionate about is um, is – getting awareness out there for men who are subject to domestic violence, uh, having suffered that myself yeah. uh, for a few years, which is something that as an ex-military police officer, I never thought that someone like me would end up in that position. And that was, that was one of the worst times of my life. But looking back now and being able to extract the positivity from that, because no matter what the situation is, whether it's a daily thing, a weekly thing, or it's just something you're going through that could last a few months, as I've had for the last 12 months. There's always, always, if you train yourself up here, there's always something positive you can take out of that situation. Mm -hmm. And now I look back at that, and I can see how it's completely changed me as a person, maybe more caring. Uh, just, just, I could give you a long list of things, but it really changed me as a person. And, uh, and I'm thankful for that happening now. You know, and I still talk to my ex-partner because we had a child um, and I see, I see my little girl and, and she's the best example. You know, it was four years of, of real hell, frankly. Mm -hmm. But what a beautiful child we've got. And I can talk to, talk to her mother now and we've got a working relationship and, 
And, but it's the effect in here that it had on me. It made me a, a just a much more kind, caring, understanding person. So I, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, we all have to live and learn. That's one of my, my absolutely. Live, so the army, my teaching career, and really becoming the person I am today. Those are the three things. Other than my fabulous girls. There it is. What's your definition of success? For me, that's a that's a really easy question. You know, it's it's being happy. It's as simple as that. Now you can say, well. What about financial success? What about having a, a nice house, uh, good health? All, all of those things. But for me, it's, it's just being happy because all of those things, you know, acquiring the money, acquiring the house, uh, helping people to improve mentally and spiritually and physically, those are all great things. But for me, it's, it's just about being happy. And I think ultimately, I saw a video not that long ago, actually, where, where I, can't, I don't recall his name. They went out onto the street. And they just randomly asked, you know, a huge amount of people who were going to work, what, what you just asked me now. And all of them, they might have said, well, to have money. And then they go, mm, to be happy. Happiness, yeah. It was in America. One guy, I remember one guy saying, "Oh, you know, it's have the American dream." And what the guy pushed him on that, and he was like, "Well, I just want to be happy," and that's what people want. And if I can be happy, uh, again, leaving aside raising happy, healthy children, because ultimately, that's as a parent, that's what you want for your kids. But for me, personal success as a human being is just is being happy. That's all I want. And do you know what? I, I can honestly say, moving in here today, so I keep looking at my shoulders. My other half's outside doing the garden. She didn't yeah. want to be in here because she knew she'd be, she'd be laughing at me. <laughs> she never stops laughing at one. She's, uh, she's crazy and that's what I love about her. But um, yeah, it's just to be happy. Now, if I can be happy and along the way help other people to mm. become happy. That's a bonus. You know, it doesn't get any better than that. I think yeah. if I can spend the rest of my life um, helping other people to to minimize their regrets and to be happy then you know that's nirvana if you like for me that's mm -hmm. that's what it's all about what do you think it takes to achieve success what does it take to achieve success well it's different for everybody isn't it i think yeah. um and success is a is a word that means different things to different people mm -hmm. To me, uh, I'm, I've achieved success this year. If you're talking about li lifetime success, um, that would be completely different. But I, I, I want to break things down because I believe that with it, it's like training your mindset. You, people try and go too big. The same as they do with training their bodies, I think. People, people just go too big too soon. And it's like running a business. You know, if you go too big too soon, that thing's going to crash and burn. Yeah. Small steps. Set yourself realistic goals. Realistic goals along the way, and they can be daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals. But set those, set those small tasks for yourself. So they're realistic and achievable. But uh, getting back to your main question there, because I'm going off on a tangent yet again. This was the other thing my missus said, don't talk too much. You, you never stop talking. He'll be there all day, the poor guy. You know? He'll be editing for weeks. 
But um, yeah, success means different things to different people. So, so if you're asking me what success is, it's where I am now. My short term is that 12 months ago, my goal was to have my own place so that my daughter, when, my, my younger daughter, when she came to visit, she had some, her own room that was done out beautifully for her. And I achieved that. That's a, that was a success right. for me. Come, ha, ending up overnight with nothing. I set that goal, get your own place, do this. I didn't care if I was sitting on the floor, as long as when she came last Christmas, her room was done. So I set those small targets that I knew were achievable. And I did those, and that was a success. And now our new goal, now I'm moving in here today with my partner, our new goal will be to move to Cornwall within the next 18 months to two years. And then I will look back at that and I'll go, that was a success. I'm a success. I've managed yeah. to do that. But you never, you've already said it, you never stop growing. You never stop achieving. Yes. So those goals are constantly moving. And, and being a success for doing A last week isn't necessarily going to work next week. You've got right. to keep evolving, keep changing, keep setting those new goals. Don't settle. That's, that's my personal thing. You know, don't, don't become complacent. Well, I've achieved, I've achieved the, the success goals that I set 12 months ago. I've achieved those now, so we can just sit back and relax. No. no. Then you set a new goal. And yeah. then 12 months' time, I can look back and go, yeah, that's a success. We're successful. We've, we've made that dream that we both had our whole lives happen. That's another success. And, so you've got to constantly be moving, be fluid and, and, and going for different things. That's it. And like you said, you know, just, you know, steps, just making steps towards, yeah. to, uh, the you know, to, to be better. Like, you know, really, I don't, I don't want to be the same chip today as I was yesterday, you know. Exactly. And if I can do that each day and work towards getting better, well, in a week, man, I've gotten five times better, you know, seven times exactly. better, you know. And yeah. so, you know, you just continue to do those things and, you look back and like you just saying, man, I'm proud of those things that I've done exactly. just a year, you know, a year ago, you know. So I think, I think saying what you class as being a success, you know, it's so fluid and it's changing all the time. Um, you know, I, I think if you, if you ask some people that question, they say, well, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 25. Well, that's great. If that's what you want to do and you achieve that, then you are a success. But it's very important that once you, you have achieved that, that you then don't become complacent and, and you set yourself another goal because you want to be better than you were yesterday. And it sounds cliche, but, you know, for me, that's what I want. I want to be a better person than I was yesterday, not just for me, but for my family and, and importantly now with Life Ready so that I can try and help other people to minimise their regrets so that every, every single thing that you've been through, Chip, and that I've been through in our lives, Thousands of other people have already been through it. And if you just took the time out to, to listen to other people and get out there on the internet and look at what those people have been through, then that's going to help you. That's going to help you. It's going to help me. And it's going to help others. So hopefully, I think, I think the latest figure, correct me if I'm wrong, do you know how many people are on the internet right now? How many people are actually connected to the World Wide Web? A lot. I don't. I, I know I it's think a lot. I, I, I might be wrong. I'm sure someone will correct us, but I'm sure the last figure I saw was about 
ridiculous, like three billion people. Oh yeah, it's lots. <laughs> because one of my one of my old army friends, when he when he uh, heard that I was doing life ready and I wanted to help to motivate and inspire people, he it took him about twenty minutes to stop laughing. You know, he didn't pee his pants. <laughs> Because he remembers me as the as the drunken woman womanizer from the army. Uh-huh. Like nobody is going to want to listen to what you've got to say. But there are three three billion people out there, and I've connected with you today. Before yes. today, we've never spoken. You yes. know, and whatever message you've got, whoever you are out there, whatever message you've got, whatever experiences you've had in your life, there will be somebody out there amongst those three billion people who can learn from you. So get your message out there, whoever you are. Like Chip's doing now, you know, it's amazing work. And like thank I you. hope to follow in Chip's footsteps. Thank so you, thank you. if you've got a message, you've got a phone, get out there, get your message out there and help other people. Because ultimately, that's what we need more of in this world. Well, there it is. Thanks again for, for taking the time to interview from across the pond. No, no, no. <laughs> It's been absolutely, absolutely my pleasure. It really has, Chip. I, I can't thank you enough. You know, can I just say, um, because you normally ask people, what's on your heart? Is that right? That's right. So can I just say, um, for me, it's, it's all about kindness. You know, my, my eldest daughter is 27 now, you know, and she's married and she's doing her own thing. But my youngest daughter, she's eight. And the one thing I'm always telling her is if you can't do anything else during your day, always be kind. And again, I don't want to sound cliche, but but for me, and we've seen it so many times, you can see videos online of people who've gone out and, and done random acts of kindness. Yes. And, and just that one small thing in your day to somebody either that you know or even that you don't know, it can it can change their Instantly. entire day or even their lives. I, there was a story recently where somebody stopped to speak to somebody on a on a tube train, and that person was thinking about killing themselves that day. And as a result, that one person seeing that they looked down and just just saying "Hi, are you okay?" that stopped that person from taking their own life. You know, and and that's the impact that you could have just with that smallest conversation that smallest comment the smallest smile you know and uh think what was it mark twain and i'm reading this i'm reading this because i i can remember it and mark twain said kindness is the language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see mm. and I, I just think that's uh that's a great way of putting it, it really is so for me for me it's all about the kindness that's what's on my heart well thank you guys we'll see you next time god bless Chip, it's been amazing. Thank you. Take Thank care you, to everybody across the pond. Big love from England. Take care. <laughs> Go get it.